the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picture Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason on this Monday. I hope it finds you well out there. I know the uh, the wind was blowing super hard all weekend here in the Valley of the Sun. I got a, I got a little bit of crud going on, but uh, the show must go on so we're back and rocking and rolling on this monday uh it's starting to cool down uh maybe uh the the heat of summer is finally starting to fade and getting some nice weather hopefully or just around the corner but not so nice what's happening on wall street and the commodities really across the board as Everything that we thought or everything, well, I shouldn't say that we thought. Everything that we thought is actually happening. Everything that we were hoping for seems to not be coming to fruition. And it's really starting to uh, upset the markets, upset the apple cart. Uh, we'll got, we got strike news to talk about. We had uh, one strike averted. We got another strike getting ready to start. Uh, we've got to talk about energy and interest rates and so much more. But before we do that, uh, we have Joey joining us today. My son Joey from Northwestern Mutual, who, you know, you go back uh, to January, February. He was telling you, be ready by the end of the year uh, for interest rates to be a lot higher than people thought. And that's exactly uh, what's been happening. But now we've got to worry about, you know, we avoided a government shutdown. Uh, they, they, you know, they came to an extension, right? I guess uh, we, we got to wait another 45 days to go through this again. Uh, but debts are skyrocketing, Joey. Uh, we've got interest rates continuing to put pressure. And, of course, we know the higher the rates go, the worse the debt gets. Uh, now we got to start worrying about taxes, right? Because the big, uh, the big government shutdown or the threat of the shutdown uh, has to do with, hey, we're spending too much money and we don't have enough revenue. Well, one hundred percent. These are all huge problems, especially in the financial planning sector. And you know, one thing that that most people don't know is that we are actually in historically low income tax brackets. And with all of this debt we're producing, interest rates rising, I mean, what are they going to do? The only answer is for them to raise it. And guess what? It's me. It's you. It's everybody, the average, everyday working American that's going to have to shell out more dollars year over year because of what's going on. And the, the biggest thing that we're helping people out with is being more taxed efficient and making sure we're giving Uncle Sam the smallest slice of pie possible. And there's different ways that we do that. There are different vehicles that are tax efficient, and then there are vehicles that aren't tax efficient. Interest rates are rising. The market isn't going to be performing 
the way most people expected it to rebound this year, and we're making sure clients are, are taking a defensive aspect and approach to things. So when things do turn around, we'll be in a good position to reap the rewards. But, but the biggest thing is that tax planning that, that we're doing with our clients. And quite honestly, most wealth management guys are going to overlook. So if your guy hasn't talked to you about taxes or being more tax efficient with the dollars you already have, then there might be a problem there. We might have an idea or two that can make you more tax efficient, but all of that really stems from a conversation with my team and I so we can figure out exactly what is going on there. And in other news as well to that, last week mentioned a life insurance policy that can solve for long-term health care as a hybrid, making sure every dollar you can put into it comes back to you either in the in your lifetime for long-term health care or the death benefit to your loved ones, which is fantastic. And I bring that up again because Northwestern Mutual paid out a $7.3 billion dividend to all over its policy owners, and that was a record year for any insurance company. Our dividend has actually increased from 5% to 5.15, and it should increase more as interest rates rise. Another fantastic product that nobody else has access to unless they work for Northwestern Mutual. And I, I think it's a phenomenal tool, especially if we're those people entering retirement or in retirement. And we've done a fantastic job of saving in the 401ks, whether we have $200,000 in an account, upwards of $10 million. We're helping people use dividends, get income for retirement, but also make sure we're doing it in the most tax-efficient way possible, converting dollars from traditional to Roth. Whatever it may be, if we are approaching retirement and we don't have a game plan in place or we really haven't looked to how we're tracking, then I urge you to make a call to me, which is my personal number, 602-909-9048. Again, that is 602-909-9048. If you shoot me a call and I don't answer for whatever reason, I'm probably in a meeting. I will get back to you as soon as I can. Just leave a voicemail or a text message so that I can get back to you. You know, I want to talk about real quick because you kind of went really fast there. So uh, one of the things that's a little different uh, about, well, a lot of things that are different about Northwestern Mutual. They're not a bank. They're not publicly traded. They don't answer to BlackRock or State Street or anybody else, the banks. Uh, They've got a huge, you know, when you talk about financially stable, they're the top of the list. But when you are a, a customer of Northwestern Mutual, you're the ones, we're, we're the ones that get paid that dividend Joey was talking about. So on top of, hey, we're already going to find ways to make you make you money, make you more tax efficient. By the way, here, here's a dividend on top of that for you. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour here on this Monday. Uh, we've got Joey with us from Northwestern Mutual. He joins us every single Monday uh, to try to make sure uh, all of those investments. Because let's face it, it, I mean, it would be wonderful if you 
hey, I just just throw my money into a, a 401k and I don't have to worry and, and I'm just going to be all set uh, for for whatever comes. It, it just doesn't work that way. And, and now, I think, Joey, the biggest thing is everyone's going to have to be prepared to make money differently, aren't they? Uh, the era of, hey, let's just go into more debt. Let's drop interest rates to zero. Let's print a bunch of money. Let's spend, 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 spend. Seems to be over. And as you said, hey, historically right now, taxes have never been lower. And really, the only where to go seems like is higher. And, and people now are going to have to look at different ways because just putting your money into equities probably isn't going to be working anymore. Uh, being tax efficient, well, I know you've, you've said it so many times here, these insurance pro, uh, products, a lot of people, hey, what you thought you knew a decade ago, two decades ago, is no longer true today. And a lot of these uh, products now are, are outperforming the market. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy, the times we're living in today. You know, during my entire lifetime, I never had access to a high-yield savings vehicle gaining more than 0.01%. Nowadays, they're returning 4.5%. But those are going to change. In the next two years, they're probably going to go back down. We look at equities. They've been a mess the past couple of years, and... Things like, like a life insurance vehicle has outpaced a lot of these different instruments. And the best part about it is it's tax-free dollars for you. And it also protects your entire family. And it, it's an amazing tool. And, and I actually just had a client text me this morning. Hey, Joey, what, what's with the $7.3 billion dividend? What, what does that mean for me? I was like, hey, uh, Mr. Client. That's Northwestern Mutual paying a record dividend out by any insurance company to everyone that has a policy with them. And they've actually increased the dividend rate this year during all of these bad times. So you want to talk about the strength of a company. While everyone's underperforming, people are getting scared of the bank runs. Northwestern's paying out more money to all of their policy owners. They are and will continue to be one of the strongest, if not the strongest company in the United States, higher rating than the national government. And when people are looking to get into retirement and all of our money is locked up in these equities and we were to retire today, a lot of people are panicking. They're thinking, I have to go back to work, looking for new jobs, looking for ways or putting their money in cash and solidifying a loss. Our clients aren't having that problem. They're having a vehicle that's growing at 5% every year. And when the market's down, they can utilize that and let everything recover inside of their financial plan. So when you talk about diversity and being bulletproof for retirement, there's no better team or company to partner with than myself and Northwestern Mutual. And then I urge people, these are feelings you have. Mistrust in the market, mistrust with your advisor, mistrust with the government. We're an exact, perfect match for you to help you be conservative with your plan, but also make sure your dollars grow 
in the most tax-efficient way possible just to have someone in your corner that you can trust and rely on to make sure your plan is doing what it needs to be. And if we have not talked yet or you've been meaning to call, now is the time to make that phone call. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, that is 602-909-9048. Let my team and I be that partner that you need to have and get this financial plan rolling and give you some comfortability and let you know where you're at and show you ways that we can make your plan even better than what you've already done today. Joey, let me ask you this really quickly. And I know I don't want to uh, necessarily put you on the spot here, uh, but what what are we looking at? Let's just take short term. Uh, the rest of 2023 and then obviously 2024, what is Northwestern Mutual looking at right now? Uh, where do they think uh, things are going to be uh, as far as, like, equities? Uh, are you guys anticipating rates maybe to to peak and, and maybe not go down, but at least stay at, at some, some levels that historically aren't maybe that high? But obviously in the last 30 years, they're pretty high. Yeah, we're hoping that these start to die off a bit and kind of level out and the market kind of gets some more stability here. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we're still playing defensive ball here. You know, it's it hasn't been a great market these last couple of years. And the, the mistake people make is maybe they're too aggressive for their stage of life or they're being emotional and we're selling at a loss. But the biggest thing is if we're in retirement or entering it, why are we taking so much risk and, and why are people's accounts down 20%? So everyone's account, diversified, whatnot, it's going to be down this year. That's just what it is. But we, we're kind of thinking that things will kind of even out here towards the end of the year. Next year, hopefully six months in, the equities market starts to pick up a bit. At the end of the day, the more time you have in the market, the longer you're invested, you're going to win. But if people need these dollars today and they need them now, we should probably repurpose how we're allocated in things and expose ourselves to more short-term and liquid vehicles so that as the market recovers, you're still getting 5% instead of being down 15 Okay, So at the end of the day, it's going to be choppy waters the next year here. We just need to make sure we're taking a careful look at what we have and we're taking the appropriate amount of risk so when the market comes back that we'll be the ones on top and not the ones that sold at a 20% loss. Yeah, or, or even taking, whether you're taking a 20% loss or, or you know, and, and, and taking that loss by selling or, you know, like you were saying, hey, listen, why take the 20% loss? Let's get yourself positioned to where you don't have to take the 20% loss. And when the market turns, right, hey, we're going to be there, right? We're going to be able to capitalize on both sides. Exactly. And, and to be honest, a lot of people think they can do it themselves. And they can't. 
because they don't have enough time. They've got family. They've got jobs. They've got all these different things. There's a million things changing every year. You know, my team and I, we're looking at this stuff all day, every day. We've got a team of 200 analysts in Milwaukee. We've got another team down here in Chicago. We're always analyzing what's going on. And, and to be straight up front with everyone, that fee we charge to manage assets, that's a better deal for all of our clients. And we're saving clients $4 million, $5 million by the end of our relationship at the very least. But I urge people, if you haven't worked with someone and you haven't looked at restructuring things, you haven't looked at ways to be more tax efficient, you haven't looked at different ways to solve for long-term health care and protect your loved ones, right, then we're the person that you should be calling and reach out to so we can just educate you on everything you have access to because I will tell you, so many people have no idea about the new products the new tax codes or the tax strategies that we can help people implement over time. But at the end of the day, they're saving hundreds of thousands of dollars that would have went to Uncle Sam. Joey, I know you got to go. Go ahead, get, go ahead and give everyone that number one last time. This is Joey, uh, my son from Northwestern Mutual. And if you haven't called them yet, what are you waiting for? And as he just laid out, 2023 into 2024, uh, it unfortunately, looks like it's going to be uh, more rough waters ahead. Don't take the big losses. That's all he's telling you. Hey, don't take big losses, and then when the market turns, we'll be ready for that as well. And having more money when the markets turn, isn't that better? Joey, give that number out. Yeah, just reach me at my personal cell, which is 602-909-9048. Again, that is 602-909-9048. If I don't answer for whatever reason, leave a text, leave a voicemail, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. But but as always, it, it's a pleasure and a blessing to be able to come on to this show every Monday, and I really appreciate your guys' time. And I just hope that everyone has a great week, and I'll be on next week. All right, so there you have it. Thank you, Joey, for being with us. Thank you for trying to educate everybody about, well, what's coming next. And, and Jason, uh, I don't know about what's coming next, but uh, this morning, another rough day in the markets, uh, at least right this second. Uh, the markets are, are, are trying to stabilize uh, a little bit. Uh, we've got more. Uh, the Japanese yen getting right, right now, 149.92, right? Getting ready to break 150. Yields, bond yields surging again, uh, staring at four points. I say surging, 4.7, which, uh, again, seems real high. Historically, not that high. But, Jason, everybody's starting to get a, a little discomfort here because it hasn't really worked out the way people thought. You know, we've been talking about how people don't have money since last year because I, th- I saw it slow down last year, but this year's much slower. Uh, listen, I just saw this fact while, while Joey was talking there. I was looking at this. These facts were flying in front of me. Just, just take a guess, Joe. I'm going to tell you there's Fiat. Fiat has car dealerships across the country. 357 dealerships. That's how many Fiat dealerships there are in the United States. Guess how many cars they've sold this year, Joe? Just take a guess. Just throw it out in the wind. How many cars have those 357 dealerships uh, uh, sold? 
A million? They've sold 280 cars in 357 dealerships. No, that's that's the that's the facts. I just I was looking at this. I was watching, looking at a video while Joey was uh, doing his his presentation. I was like, "Holy cow! What a slowdown!" Some Jeep dealerships are slashing twenty thousand dollars off some of their premium trucks now. Talk about a slowdown, Joe. I mean, no one's buying stuff. I kept we keep telling people no one's buying anything, but the uh, the media just makes it look like things were uh, you know what it was in uh, the Big Short. The 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 real estate lady just kept saying it's a, we're in a gully. Remember they kept saying, "Well, we're in a gully," right? I think we're in a. I think we're at a tremendous gully right now, Joe. Keenby, I imagine 357 dealerships have sold less than a car per dealership this year. I mean, I'm not a Fiat. That's I'm not, not a lot of people are like Fiats. But that's crazy. That, that's insanity. I, I, I don't even know what to say uh, to that. And I mean, obviously, we know, right? Uh, autos and and housing have been so severely uh, impacted. Because of the interest rates and, and payments and everything else, there's a lot of things that really are starting to, people are starting to question, okay, uh, what's going to happen now? Uh, the strike-wise, uh, Mack Truck, we talked about them last week. They, it looks like, uh, the, pending a vote, that Mack Truck, which was about 4,000 workers, it looks like they're going to avoid a strike. Kaiser, unfortunately, looks like that strike is going to happen uh, as early as Wednesday of this week. 75,000, I don't know, I hope I'm wrong, but they're saying 75,000 people are going to walk the picket line for Kaiser. Health insurance in the West Coast is going to be a big problem for a while. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Monday. Uh, and again, yes, uh, there has been an avoidance of the government shutdown. Uh, they've extended it for 45 days, keeping spending <laughs> in place. So here we are, right, just piling up the debt. Ah, let's just keep it in place uh, in, in it, the sad part is, is I'm sure they're going to figure out uh, how to add even more spending to it. Uh, but the big news out this morning had to do with more upward pressure on re- on inflation, this time in the manufacturing sector. Uh, and this is one you always hate to see because now this is the manufacturers that make the stuff saying, hey, prices of what we need are rising again, Jason. In other words, not only do is everybody wanting more money, right? Not only is labor cost accelerating, insurance costs are accelerating, power bills are accelerating. Now they're saying, hey, all the stuff we need to build whatever it is to make whatever products we make uh, are rising again. Uh, it, it was really disappointing all around uh, negative growth in uh, the ISM, uh, you know, uh, you know, forty nine plus here. Uh, but the problem was the rise in inflation uh, coming back because this was an area where the inflation had been starting to lower, uh, and and now uh, like a lot of these inflation numbers, Jason, going the other way again. Right, right, and and uh, when it comes to uh, the the needs like energy and food and housing those things are still going up 
You know, and I, I mentioned uh, Fiat on the last break. They, they're not selling any cars, and some some car manufacturers starting to lower their prices. Well, because people are too busy buying food, energy, and housing, right, Joe? So that the you know the, when you start to see the prices lowering and starting to lower dramatically on certain items that are not necessities, that's when you know you know that the, like I said that that fuse has been lit, Joe, and it's getting shorter and shorter before everything kind of blows up. And uh, it's just, it gets a little scarier you know, when you hear something like that. You know, I'm not a big Fiat, uh, you know, uh, fan or by any means, but it's like any car dealership that has that many dealerships, they can't even sell one car per dealership. It's that's a tremendous uh, indication of what's going on, Joe. Yeah, it's, it really is, and it's uh, scary to to think about uh, these things. That, and and again, I think uh, Morgan Stanley Day. Here's another example. So. A couple of things. Number one, right, student loan repayments. Uh, that starts oh, yeah. in earnest now. Uh, this, well, I guess today, Monday here, the second. Uh, that that is uh, another. You know, and again, most of these payments are in that you know four hundred, five hundred dollar a month range. Uh, and when you start thinking about, hey, forty million people. Now, I don't think all 40 million people are going to be making their payments, uh, but 40 million uh, uh, people having to make an, a, another four to $500 payment. And, and, Jason, I just don't know where it's coming from. Uh, Morgan Stanley out with a note this morning saying airline travel uh, getting really chilly all of a sudden, saying that they've noticed a major shift in people flying and people, well, essentially one by major, people not flying now, Jason. Yeah, another, once again, another non-essential item that's that's seeing uh, less demand. You know, I mean, I uh, I don't do a lot of flying myself, uh, but, it's, you know, and I don't know what the cost difference between driving across the country or flying across the country, but uh, I don't think people are doing much traveling at all, Joe. I mean, I'll bet this is not going to be you know, every year they were, you know, even in good times or bad times. Oh, it's record travel for Thanksgiving, record travel for Christmas. I, I, I don't see it this year. I'll bet. I'll bet this year, Joe, they're not going to be talking about record travels during the holidays this year. It's going to be interesting. That's an interesting call. I mean, because usually, well, people, if there's, you know, if they're going to do that one thing, right? That that one thing, I, I'm going to make it home for for the holidays. Uh, the I think the biggest thing that we're going to see is we're, we're going to see a very chilly holiday spending season. I think this is something where uh, the, a lot of people are going to be spending a lot less during the holidays. Uh, even Tesla today, tough number uh, for Tesla. And of course, Tesla, they're one of the eight stocks that's really led this uh they missed deliveries uh, and they missed it by a pretty good margin and it again a lot of signs now we're 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 more than uh just a couple of signs now it looks like there's momentum building and the number of sectors that are saying hey uh uh-oh things have changed really quickly in 90 days we went from man things are great what, we're having great quarters, we're at great volume to having to adjust and take the, you know, when we talk about airlines, you know, the pilots, 
They all got 30 and 40% pay raises, Jason. Uh, fuel, you look at where, where oil has been. It's not cheaper to fly. It's more expensive to fly. Uh, and, and most people are saying, hey, you know what? I can't afford that ticket anymore. Uh, even uh, my wife and I, we were looking at tickets, you know, to, to fly my mom out here for Christmas. And, and it's one of those things where all of a sudden, man, gosh, that ticket's like two or $300 more than it was last year. It, and that's a huge, you know, all of a sudden the price of a ticket, it's doubled or it's up 30% or 40%. And it just kind of makes sense that all of a sudden uh, a lot of different sectors are saying, hey, you know what, uh, the volumes that we had 90 days ago, we don't have those today. And like I mentioned earlier, if, if the prices on non-essential stuff start to go down because there's just no, you know, volume of sales, but still, if it comes to flight, you know, what's a barrel of oil going to be in mid-November? Which I'm wondering if that's where we're going to be at 120 dollars a barrel by mid-November. So flying home is going to be any cheaper. Maybe you can get a cheaper car. You can go buy a Fiat. Maybe you get get a couple grand off that Fiat because no one's buying them. But uh, flying home is is probably going to be more expensive. If, how about this? Buy your tickets today if you're going to fly home for Thanksgiving, right, Joe? Might, might save a few dollars. Uh, you know, I can't argue with that. I just don't see a scenario, unfortunately, especially when it comes to crude oil. Crude's not going much. You know, the we can have some demand fall off and all that, but it, it's it's at a point. The levels, the inventory levels, are at such a low level. Uh, it's going to be hard to see uh, a real meaningful decline uh, in, in in those prices. And, and I think for a lot of things, that's going to be the problem. Yes, there is no demand, but we really can't make it. We can, we can make it a little cheaper, but we can't make it cheap enough. I think that's what we're going to see. Picture Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriotio News Hour here on this Monday. Another big sell-off in the precious metals market. As again, this has always been a, a leading indicator uh, when it comes to where people think Wall Street is headed. People like to. Uh, go into these gold and silver markets, free up any cash that they have. Uh, normally when we see, so think about this, gold, it's off the bottom now. But earlier this morning, it was down $100 since last Monday. $100. Uh, and what's changed? Has the demand for gold changed? Uh-uh. Matter of fact. Why do I, I have a horrible feeling, Jason, that, that, Central bank gold buying is going to be through the roof uh, on all of this. But what what changed really was, uh uh-oh, rates are not going to be uh, as low as we thought. Uh, The economy is going to be worse than we thought, right? These are the things uh, that have happened here. Silver's down a dollar. These are outright buys. You cannot not let... This, this pullback go by without adding to your portfolio. Now, the problem is how much product is available. And the answer is not that much. Uh, today, I got a great deal. I got two great deals, $10 liberties. 
I only have 40 of them. But they're $1,035. You heard me right. $1,035 on $10 liberties. These are the old uh, 1866 to 1907. The most private way to own gold. Half ounce of gold here. $1,035. And then on silver. I'm just going to read you the silver. Silver Eagles today. $575. They're so funny. Brittany came in. uh, She was here first uh, this morning. And she just blurts out. She's she's like, are the prices ready? I'm like, yeah, they're all set. And then she she goes, and and, uh, because we put price sheets on everyone's desk, and she just yells, oh, my gosh, Silver Eagles. Are you kidding? $575. She goes, Joe, I don't even remember. The last time Silver Eagles were $575. We've got rolls of dimes at $95. Rolls of quarters at $190. Half dollars at $205. Silver is on sale. This is a fire sale on silver at $800-951-0592. And again, I think this is, uh, you know... Put this as another one of these signs, right, Jason? That rough water sure is heading. You heard Joe. Listen, Joey doesn't get all doom and gloom like we do, right? But but he was telling you, listen, Northwestern Mutual, you heard him say it a couple of times. Yeah, we're playing defense right now. Don't take another 20% haircut. I mean, uh, this is what the markets are signaling. Yeah, and, and some people listening, you know, skeptics might say, well, you know, what does it matter? I'll put my money in the stock market. Yeah, it goes down, it goes up. So does, so does the stock market. Let me give you two examples of why gold being down is not really gold being down. Uh, there was two, two times, uh, you know, in the 1900s where uh, the stock markets hit an all-time high, and they didn't come back to that all-time high for more than two decades. There was the, uh, the stock market crash in 1929, that was with the highs. Uh, they didn't get back to those highs for 28 years. In 1968, the stock markets hit an all-time high, and it didn't get back there for 25 years till 1993. Okay, and what did gold do in those same time frames? Well, gold was at $20 an ounce in 1929, and it was $35 an ounce. It was immediately just bumped up, uh, you know, a few years in. So there you go, pretty, pretty good. As, as the stock market did nothing for 28 years, gold almost doubled. In 1968, gold was $35 an ounce. Okay? Stock markets didn't see its highs again until 1993. What was gold in 1993? It was $360 an ounce. That's right where we're at. That is right where we're at. So if gold goes down, you're like, oh, my gosh, I bought it last week or two weeks ago or a month, and, oh, $100. You know, don't get seasick, you know, going up and down with the waves. Look at the long-term picture of why you're, you're buying and holding gold. Those two things actually happened. Those are the, those are the time frames when the stock the stock market hit its high. It was the last one, uh, 2021, when Biden took office. I think he hit 36,000 or something. I don't know if we're going to get above that for 20 years, 15 years, 10 years. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get back there. I don't really see it. I see that we're in a, a very similar point where we essentially had American uh, currency bankruptcies in 1929 and in 1968 when everybody wanted their gold back. And remember, Joe, all the 1960s. All the, all the other countries are like, well, yeah, thanks for World War II, but we want our gold back. And then 
Nixon closed the gold, closed the gold window. You know, oh, 1933, FDR decided, well, gold's just illegal. Speculators are causing the depression. Yeah, all the all the excuses, right, Joe? When you should be holding gold, especially for long-term savings. Well, you know, and, and you bring up some some really uh, valid points when you think about you know uh, what what happened in the past. But let's let's not forget, there's no uh, gold standard to get away from this time. Right. Right. There's no gold standard to get away from this time. And, and this is why we've been saying we know what they're going to do next, right? Which is we're going to have to go to the digital, right? We're going to have to change out the money again. So let's see, 1913, the central bank comes back into existence. They get rid of the money in 1933. They do it again in 1971. And it looks like, Jason, they're getting ready to do it again. And every time they do, gold continues to go up in value. It's really a a simple correlation. 800-951-0592. Jason and I, we're coming right back after the break. 800-951-0592. And uh, it has been a, a crazy wild ride. Uh, in the markets over the last week here. The Dow's down 200 more points now, uh, getting ready to fall below 33,000. Uh, the S&P's down again. The Nasdaq, it's up for now, we'll see. Uh, but uh, we've had gold sell-off. Gold's down 18, silver's off 98 cents. And I'm just telling you right now, get as much of it as you can Well, it's down here. Uh, just a huge, huge drop, and I mean, silver's dropped like three bucks. Not quite, not quite, but pretty close, closing in on three bucks an ounce. Uh, gold's off a hundred dollars. Uh, Ten dollar liberties. This is insanity type pricing. A thousand thirty five dollars. Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles at five hundred seventy five dollars. I'll be honest, I didn't see that one coming. I really, really didn't. Uh, I thought, you know, 600 was maybe the lowest uh, that we would see. Uh, cases, you want to save some more money. Case of Silver Eagles, $14,250. Uh, dimes below 100 bucks. that's another one. Jason, I didn't think I'd see that coming either, but yet here it is. Take advantage, 800 951 Zero five nine two. Again, we had much hotter inflation data in the manufacturing sector this morning, and a big miss from Tesla uh, on the electric vehicles. Uh, deliveries weren't w- w- expected, uh, but don't worry. There's better days ahead, Jason. I. I and I'm sure there is at some point. Unfortunately, I don't think those better days are going to be next week, next month, uh, maybe not even next year. Yeah, there is one thing that's always going up, the, the U.S. national debt. I've never seen that ever go down. <laughs> it never goes down. never goes down. And, and now the U.S. federal budget deficit, that's, that seems to be just an, an every year up. You know, sometimes I think, you know, a little less up one year, you know, more up the next year. But uh, Joe, that's that's why you buy gold and silver. 
inflation and debt cause uh, the prices of things to go up and, and gold being a thing, not a made-up idea, not a fiat paper currency, goes up with the inflation. So, yeah, Joe's right. You know, you see it go down, you can get cheaper uh, of your fiat dollars going out of your account to get gold and silver. It's a great time. That's you know, that's where the more sophisticated gold buyers, Joe, that buy a little at a time, they see this, and they, they're, they're always the guys that jump in on this stuff. Yeah, well, and again, I think it's something where, and I get it, everybody gets a little nervous. Uh, th- this is, at least for me, this is a no-brainer. Uh, gold and silver aren't going anywhere. Matter of fact, uh, the the economics of gold and silver continue to get through. This can't do it every day, and I get this, right? This is an oh-crap moment for Wall Street, right? They really thought. That by now, you know what? I was one of them. I got to admit it. They had me fooled. I mean, back when Joey was telling you and Jason was saying, rates are going higher. You better get ready. I'm like, ah, they're about done. Because I didn't think there was that much slack still left in the economy. And now here we are not only, uh, you know, and again, I think there's a good chance they don't raise anymore. I, I do. I think things are changing very, very quickly. But the, the, the one thing that I don't think is going to happen is rates coming back down. And I think that's really what's got Wall Street upset and, and gold and silver got to fall with it. That's just how it works. Take advantage of these pullbacks. $10 liberties, 1035 Rolls of silver eagles, 575 And everything else uh, that, that has uh, come way down in pricing, 800 951 Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.